So, if you are not aware, today is my birthday. <laughs> Those who have not um, wished me, you can take some time after the church and wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> but your birthday is only important when you have the, your spiritual birthday, right? The birthday which I have is my physical birthday when I was born as a flesh and you need to born as a spirit. When you accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior, I have my birthday, that is 29 June 1982. I have my born again day when I accepted Jesus Christ as my savior. That's a movement, right? It is not a process. It is a movement on 29 September 2020, I got born again. So every person need to have two birthday. One is physical birth, one is your spiritual birth. And praise God, I'm so happy for my birthday today. So again, those who have not wished, make sure you come visit me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So uh, uh, turn your Bible to Hebrews 11.7. Hebrews 11.7. And we are uh, uh, looking or studying the life of Noah and his family today. When I was a kid, I remember this story about Noah. Uh, uh, whenever it was told, I see the picture, I used to go get so excited, uh, but I was not knowing the exact meaning of it. I just uh, see the, uh, I was being told the story how Noah uh, created an ark and how uh, uh, he got saved from the, uh, from the wrath of God. Uh, but thank God, uh, uh, now I know the story. I know what is that means and I can teach my children, right? It is very much important. So we are going to see here uh, Noah's life. And as you know, the Bible has been given to us with many examples of the people who uh, serve the Lord, who had fear about the Lord, who lo who Lord uses. These examples are there for us to study from them, to take a to get, in, get inspired from them to live the life the way they lived. So one of the example is Noah and we're studying his life. Hebrews 11:7 says, By faith Noah, being one of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Wonderful words. So as, as you know the story, so just to recap, Lord warned Noah that the wrath is coming on this earth. What did Noah immediately did? He believed, he had fear in his heart, what he did, he went to his family, he created an ark, he must have told to his family why we are doing what we are doing, his family must have believed that everything, they have joined the cause, they believed and prepared an ark, every one of them came into the ark, they built that ark with the faith, they believe what Lord said to them and the wrath of God, the flood came and they all got saved. Question, 
Noah got saved from the in the flood into by being into ark spiritually, or he got saved. What you think that he must have got saved when Bible says that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So Noah got saved before, and that's why the fear of the Lord came in his heart. He found the grace, but physically he got saved when he was into the ark and his family. Because without the faith, you cannot build such a big ark. Right? So spiritually he got first saved. Physically, all him and his family got saved from the wrath of the God which came on this earth. And they got physically saved where the whole world is destroyed. Question. What is difference now? Same situation? Same situation. We got saved when we had a fear of God in our heart. The day the gospel was preached to us. We know the wrath of God is coming. We want to save ourselves first. We want to save ourselves. We accepted Christ as our savior. Lord has warned us already the wrath of God is coming. Same situation. Nothing is changed apart from how the wrath will be coming. Earlier it was by the flood. Now it will be from the fire and the brimstone which will be coming from heaven. Same situation. Noah built an ark. Fathers, we need to be a Noah of our family. To build a, build a home, strong home, a home that is built on word of God, a home which stays strong, right? The home which stays strong, that the outside wickedness, like the way the water did not came into the Noah's ark because the ark was strongly built by faith. It is so important for us. It is so important for me when I read my Bible to take this example and build an ark for me and my family. I am the Noah for my family. You are the father. You are the Noah for your family. Your children, your wife has to get bored into that ark. The strong ark that is your home. A home is not a wall. Or a ceiling, a home are the people inside. You need to get them, all them bored. We need to tell our children the truth. You need to tell your children that Lord Jesus Christ is the Son of God. We all are sinner. We are going to die one day. The wrath of God is coming on this earth. If we are not born again, we are going to die. You need to get them boarded first. They need to get saved first. So who is you think we're going to tell to them? Not a pastor job. Not your teacher job. The position of this country is I don't believe any teacher in the school will teach them. So who is the Noah? You and me are the Noah, the father. 
not my pastor is the Noah. For me, I am the Noah. If my boat sinks, it's because of me. So it's very much dependent on me that I act on Noah for my family to build a strong board which is built on the word of God, which is built on the faith of God. Imagine in the days of Noah, whole world must be laughing on him. The same world laughs on you while you drive for the church. The same neighbor laughs on you when you drive for the church. That's why I said the situation is all same. Nothing has been changed. Question is, are we acting as a Noah for our family? It is so important for me. I will only talk about myself and you decide yourself. It is so important for me on 29th September when I was warned, I was convicted, I feared the Lord, I accepted him my personal savior, and immediately I went to my wife to get her boarded. Then I went to my son to, to explain him salvation is to have them together. And since that day, I am building my ark. I got physically, spiritually saved. Now my house I am saving. My children I am saving, not spiritually. But also that they should not slip into this wickedness around the world. The country, this country, if you see so much into the wickedness, if I see the news for a second, I cannot imagine how I know what to explain. When the president of this country says, I feel pride about having the pride of having the pride month in my presidency, it means you need, you, we need to be alert. It means there is a strong problem, and it means that it is strongly coming. You need to save your family. We need to save our kid. We need to tell them, we need to preach them. We need to always see our flesh does not like it. See, salvation is free. Though Lord has to pay for it, but you, you have received it free. But surrendering to the Lord, preparing the ark will cost you. It is not free. It is not ready-made. You need to have a sacrifices of the thing which your flesh like. And then you have to move towards the word of God. To be in the church. When we don't bring our kids to the church, you know what we do? We tell them it is okay to not to be in church. That's why every small, small thing, when these kids are built or they grow, we need to teach them, we need to preach them. Once the preaching is done, you need to preach it twice to their ear. That, hey, did you hear what pastor said? While you drive back onto the car, that's where your job starts to tell to your wife. Hey, do you understand that? Wife, you need to submit to your husband because he is the know of your family. God has appointed him for that. And kids, you need to listen to your father. 
So everyone has their duties. If I fail, everyone fails. So that's why it is very important, my friend, that we stand strong in the word of God. We prepare a strong house. Remember, there is very less time you and me have to be on this earth to set an example for at least two generations. One is your kid. One is his kid. I have only one kid. I can impact at least two generations of one family. The multiple kids you have, you are talking into multiples. I want after second or third generation that when my kids, my grand grand kids think about me, that hey, there was one guy, or there was of my grand grandfather, though his name was not Noah, his name was Nitin, but he is the one who went to years, got saved, and teach me and taught me. And that's where we built up otherwise what we are not knowing what Christ is. If I fail right now, I am responsible for all the generation which will be, which I can impact. Little time, little life I have. But the impact I can create is so much and so big that my upcoming generation can serve the Lord. That's why not only you need to have the strong household which is built in the word of God. The first thing is you need to be strong. You need to be, see they are taking example. My son takes my example, is my father real or not? He watches me continuously. I'm not doing so that he sees me. I'm doing to first to please Lord. I do my duty. All other things will watches me and they get inspired. When he sees that, he sees he's real. My father talks to Lord. He has a fear of Lord. Every time, see, these kids are born not with a with the spiritual understanding. They just don't know what to do the way we was not knowing what to do. We need to explain them what is right, what is wrong, why it is right. Why it is wrong. Now I to explain him. I need to know that. It means that I have to study the word of God. It means that I need to have my personal devotion. My personal Bible study. And it also means that as soon as I have my Bible study in the morning. My personal. In the evening I should have my family devotional. Where we all sit together. We talk about the Lord. We take some verses from the chapter and study the word of the God. Each day is important. Remember, if you don't teach, the world will teach. There is no empty places, my friend. That, okay, I will be a neutral. Either you serve the Lord or you serve the devil. So that's where we have to decide. Don't get under this... Uh, misconception that if today I am not doing it, that's okay, he's neutral. No, if you are not working, someone else is working on him. The television, right? See what they are watching. Have you ever seen the ad on the TV, on the YouTube? Just five second ad had so much of impact. The dress, 
the music, the words, the theme, five seconds. Till you skip that ad, it has impact. Right? So if don't teach, if you don't teach them, within three to five seconds they teach them. They comes in your home, right? Right inside your bedroom, in your sofa. They comes, they teach to your children. Your children naturally watches what? First the ad. Next to you. Next to you that how my dad reacted to that. Did he like it or not? Because understand your son is neutral about that ad. Here we are just taking one example. He know in his heart that, that something is wrong. Now for the confirmation he looks to the dad. And when the dad says that's completely wrong. He knows oh that's wrong. It means you need to act every time. You need to watchful every time. What's coming in your home. It is so important for us. It will take an effort. It is not easy to build an ark. You think it was easy? He built it for 120 years with faith. You may build for 60, 70 years. And then you go. And then you give that legacy to your children. You tell them, hey, this is what has to be done. Hey, take this nail. Build this ark. You need to pray for your kids. Not only to give, not only you have to teach them, but pray for them every morning. That Lord, I pray for my kids. You need to get them boarded. When I got saved, and when I was not having confirmation about my son's salvation, let me share with you. It was the difficultest time on my life. I cannot imagine that my, I do not have the confirmation that of my son is saved or not. Because Johan is to come and tell me that I don't know. I don't want to give him a false assurance because I cannot save him. But I want to beg God that Lord save my son. My wife and we, we went, kneel down. We sent my son into the room to close door and talk to Lord who can save you. Because you need to get everyone in board. Let me tell you one story. A real story. I am connected with one Christian family. Old couple. Very good old couple. I know them from 4-5 years. Completely devoted as the time I have seen them. They have one request for me to pray about. I say what is your request? The request you know what it is? To pray for their son's salvation. A son who is maybe 25, 20, 25. I have a question in my heart, in my mind. What went wrong? What went wrong? I see you as a Christian family. I see you, how much you are a loving Lord. You have a request for salvation of your son who is 25. What went wrong? My friend, don't wait. Don't wait to get right with Lord. You may not have tomorrow. Get right with Lord. Get boarded with Lord. Get boarded with this word of God, what he says. For the world it is foolishness, but for you it is a life.
it is a life for you you know the day of the lord can come any day and it will be done it will be done as second peter 3:10 said but the day of the lord will come as the thief in the night in which the heavens and shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up he'll come as a thief as an in the night you will not know but till the day of rapture again we are not going through the tribulation i'm talking about your christian life where you need to build a strong house where the lord sees towards that family and say that is my son that's my daughter and lord uses you you pleases lord god get pleased by your life when he sees you when he sees your heart through that's the house we have to build that's the ark we have to build the one problem this country or the whole world and most of the christian who are born again who are sliding back you know what's the problem only one word fear they don't have the fear of the lord now see when the paul said in rome 318 there is no fear of god before their eyes here he is talking about all of us before our salvation but when we start backsliding and when we think it's okay to not to be a christian today hey you have to take your cross daily you have to take that burden daily it will take the effort it is not easy lord never said that it will be easy for you but he said hey if you ask me in prayer i will help you and that's why it is so important my friend that being being a father to act as a noah to pray for our family our kids for upcoming generation teach your kid that hey when i am teaching you make sure you teach your children also that's why you are doing what you are doing do you have faith in that or not have your faith in your children and when you teach them have the faith in him because you have faith in god and you have fear of god that hey my coming generation will serve the lord because i am doing the step which i am supposed to do while i am on this earth the fear of the lord right there are so much good wonderful verses the fear of the lord is such a wonderful thing i love fear of the lord probs 17 said the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge but fool despise wisdom of instruction probs 813 says the fear of the lord is to hate evil pride and arrogancy and the evil way and the former of mouth they are hate probs 1426 says in the fear of the lord is strong confidence and his children shall have place of refuge his children is talking about his children when father you have the fear of lord when i have the fear of lord my children will be safe verse 1427 says the fear of the lord is a fountain of life do depart from the snares of death proverbs 37 says be not wise than in thine own eyes the fear the lord and depart from evil and the last proverb 1923 says 
the fear of the Lord tended to life, and he that had shall abide satisfied, he shall not be visited with evil. The fear of the Lord. The people who do not have the fear right now, you will see in the TV and everywhere. Bible also talks about them. See, the fear will definitely come. It depends when it comes. Right? This is the fear of the Lord, which take you to the Lord for the holiness. And when the Lord comes, and the tribulation comes, there is also one fear. That is mentioned in Revelation 6, 15 and 16. And the kings of the earth, and the great man, and the rich man, and the chief, chief captain, and the mighty man, and the every born man, and every free man, hide themselves in the dens, and in the rocks of the mountain. Revelation 6, 16 said, and said to the mountains and rock, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. So the fear is all will be there. It depends when you are getting it. The fear of the Lord for us, for the Christian, is the start of a life. Remember, my friends, we need to be Always be active. We always need to be grounded in the word of the God. Because 1 Peter 5 said, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeketh whom that he may devour. He's talking about you and me. He said we need to be vigilant. The definition for that vigilant word for you is, for me is, to keep awake. That is watch, literally or figuratively. To watch, to keep the eye. To watch what is coming in your home. To watch what kids are doing, what your kids are doing. To watch who are their friends. To watch where they are going. To watch their fellowship is. To watch what, what they are getting from outside the world apart from you. To be vigilant. To watch for yourself, to watch for your family. To take heed lest through remission and indolence some destructive calamity suddenly overtake one. That is what the definition of vigilant is. He says, is a roaring lion. You know, when the lion comes, he will not say, Jackson, you hide or not, I am coming. Right? Kids, no, he watches you. Imagine at your home, one car coming, standing in front of you, staring your house for days and days. Is a fearing, right? You are in the same spiritual battle where the devil continuously studies you. Right? He studies you. He watches you. If you are not studying the word of the God, he is studying you to wait for that opportunity to get in. Continuous spiritual battle it is. I was reading how the lion hit his target. There are two known methods that lions employ to hunt their prey. The fun, first one is by stalking them. By stalking them, he watches, he studies. This is the primarily way that they hunt, which is to stay hidden for as long as possible while they approach their pay. They wait for the opportunity, right moment. And when you move outside the word of the God, 
when you spray more outside of that the flock, you get that one. That's why you need to be very much into the church, into a Christian surrounding, into a family, into the word of the God, into the prayer, into a Christian life. The moment you start moving away, he will attack you. A roaring lion. The second method, there is no hiding or stalking involved. They go for the big prey, father that's us, and they corner it strategically. Once the prey is con concerned, the lions come in face to face to fight with the animal. In this scenario, the weight, the brute strength, and bravery of the lion is what will determine the outco outcome of the hunt. That's why I said, father, we need to be a Noah. We need to be a strong. Because your enemy, devil, your adversary is a roaring law and walketh about seeking whom he may devour. That's why we need to build a strong ark. We need to build a strong house. Do you know what Noah did? When Noah built his ark, right, when he built his ark, he said, he, what he did, Genesis 6, 14, he says, Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shall thou make in the ark, and shall pitch in within and without with pitch. The gopher wood, the strongest wood. What do you think in today's world is the strongest you have? The word of God. You have to build in this. Your house should build in this. When he pitches ark within and out, that's your prayer. You need to pray. You need to surrender yourself to Lord. There is a commitment is needed. There is nothing by default. You need to take action. You need to act. You need to get right of the God every day. You need to ask God. You need to pray. You need to ask wisdom. You need to pray for your kids. You need to pray for your generation. You need to ask Lord. Seek Lord every day. Pitch your life, your house with the prayer in and out. Prepare a strong ark so that the outside water does not come into your house. Imagine in that ark, when Noah built it, a water coming inside, it would have sink. We need to be a Noah of our family, a father who built a strong house, built it in God's word, that this outside wickedness will not come inside. We have to perform our duties. We need to have a commitment. We need to have a vision. And then need to ask God. Pray God, Lord, if this is your will. And if your will matches the Lord's will, he will give, give in to you. He will give you. When you build your house, when desire is that me and my family will serve the Lord. Do you want to serve the Lord or not? It's the decision first. That do I want my family and my generation to serve the Lord or I for this limited time I have I want to enjoy this filthy nothing good in this life the world which provides you which your body get physically attracted and guess what the next moment will be complaining hey I don't know what happened to my son I don't know what happened to my family oh you don't know there was a time 
where you should have been a vision to your family, where you should have prayed, where I should have prayed. Get right with God. Be a know of our family. Wife, join, get on a boat. Children, hear your parents. Build a strong house. Build with the strong word of God. God bless you. Thank you.